Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It is the top of the hour, 7 o'clock a.m. on the East Coast. And welcome to episode 17 of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn. And as always, I am always up before everyone else. And if you have to be to work at 7 o'clock and you're still in the house, you, my dear, are late. <laughs> you are late. How y'all doing this morning? How y'all feeling? Everybody all right? Everybody good? I'm doing good too. I'm glad that you tuned in this morning. Um, I'm not going to be on here long this morning. Um, I'm going to make myself some oatmeal when I go off. Yeah, I'm going to make some oatmeal. Um, I got to get my glasses. My glasses are I'm in my purse. Sorry for the noise. I have... To clean my glasses. And yesterday my mother told me. My mother had wore glasses. She doesn't wear them anymore because she doesn't need them. But me with writing and getting older. And finding a computer all day. And on my phone all day. Most of the day doing working and stuff like that. I can't. It messes with my eyes a lot. So I have some lens cleaner. It says streak free. Perfect for cleaning glasses, sunglasses, and more. So I have this. So I spray it on both sides. Mm, it smells like Windex. That's what it smells like. It smells like Windex. So my mother told me to use Windex yesterday. I used the Windex yesterday. It was okay, but yesterday I had really bad headache. I don't wear my glasses like I'm supposed to. They say wear them when you're um, your comfort. You know, wear them until you're comfortable whatever but you know what when I go to Walmart I'm gonna have to get the wipes and my aunt was telling me to get something I forgot what she said but I get annoyed with my glasses when they get dirty like they have to be like spotless like no streaks no dust no nothing so let's see how this is okay perfect I did it right this time but it's just like I don't like glares I don't like spots so it's like my glasses have to be like perfect. And they're perfect. This is perfect. Um, my eyes don't hurt. I'm, I was on the computer yesterday and my eyes were so blurred. I'm like, and I get so scared that I'm going to lose my vision. And I'm like, I can't have this. So it's like I, I really have to like start wearing my glasses. Like, And like last night I was playing my video game. And um, I took a break from writing and everything. And um, I was playing my video game on my phone and my I have an iPhone 11 the Pro Max the big one and um it's big and I get to see but it's not I used to play that game on my iPad and I'm mad because it doesn't my iPad is like really outdated I have like a like first generation or second generation I think I have second first or second yeah I really need it I need a new iPad but I'm not gonna get one right now I really love iPads I really do I love the MacBook but I love iPads as well because it's just it's a big it's a big telephone <laughs> that's all it is like and the MacBook is like a telephone too because sometimes when I'm sitting here writing I'm not gonna say sometimes but when I'm sitting here writing and I get text messages through the MacBook I will text the person back and people think that's so cool because during the pandemic the height of the pandemic, I'm not even going to say the height of the pandemic, because right now we're right back in the midst of it. But um, I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, in the the first first wave of the pandemic, 
um, my job was set when I was working. My job was texting me about the status of his staying open or closed or whatever, and I would get all these text messages sporadically throughout the day, and I had to block everybody. Sorry, y'all, but I had to because it was coming. It comes through my MacBook, and it's distracting, and I didn't need no distractions. I don't like distractions on my phone as well because if I'm writing or if I'm I'm working. You know, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that distraction at all. But um, I really like my iPad because, like, all my games are on it, and it's bigger, and I can see. I don't have to squint or anything. But my eyes are getting, they're, they're not like they were when I was younger. Because when I first I was diagnosed with diabetes and I went to the eye doctor, um, Everything was fine, but my doctor did tell me that my right eye, he was like, one of, one of my eyes had 20-20 vision, and the other one had 20-40 or something. It was an off number he had said, and, you know, it was like my right eye, and I always had trouble with this eye, but at the time, I didn't need glasses, so, like, when my nurse, um, my doctor's office set me up with a nurse. A diabetic um, nutrition nurse or whatever. And um, she was like, well, Monica, have you gone to the eye doctor this year? And I was like, no, I haven't been to the eye doctor in years. She said, well, have you been to the podiatrist, the dentist? You know, the three things, you know, they want diabetics to go to the, get your blood work done every three months. They want you to go to the podiatrist, get your feet checked out, um, the dentist and uh, the eye doctor. I love all my doctors. The podiatrist, I really, oh my God, he is so fine. All my doctor's offices are out of the hospital, but Samaritan up the street. And um, my gynecologist and my eye doctor is down at Mercy, but my podiatrist and my um, dentist is at Good Samaritan. I really didn't care for the tech, you know, the tech, the person, the nurse that comes in to get all the questions before the doctor. I love the doctor. I love the... It's always something. Like, I love the people at the front desk. The people at the front desk were wonderful. The doctor is handsome. He's very handsome. Very handsome. But it's always somebody that I don't like. Like, at my doctor's office, like, I love the front desk. The girl at the front desk. The security guards ain't shit. Like, you walk in. Like, how can you walk into a building and um, you don't speak to people? Like, I walk in, I say, and I waited for them to acknowledge me. But I was like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. You're not going to speak. I'm not going to speak. So, I don't like them. Okay? I go to the back. I like the people at the front desk. Sometimes I really don't care for the medical assistants, but I love my doctor. And that's why I keep going there because I love my doctor. I mean, the area is not in a good area, but I love my doctor. And though that's nine times out of ten, that's the reason why I stay with our clinic or something like that. Because I love the doctor. My doctors up the street are the bomb. My doctors down at Mercy are the bomb. My all my doctors are good. All my doctors take care of me, you know. But it's always one that I don't it's always somebody in the doctor's office I really don't care for. Like the last time when I went down to my um doctor's office and my diabetic nurse, she wanted me to, um, she wanted to know my finger. You would have thought that they asked that medical assistant for $500. That chick slamming the drawers. She had the biggest, grossest attitude, but I was still nice to her. I'm like, thank you for saying. 
Have a good night. But that was y'all problem. That was y'all fault because y'all didn't prick my finger. I don't care about y'all prick my finger. That was y'all fault. You know? But anyway. So I had a good day yesterday. If I feel so good this morning. I feel good every morning, but I really have felt good the last past couple weeks with, you know, like I passed the kidney stone. I told you guys I passed the kidney stone like last week. Or was it a week before last? It's been a while. But what I've noticed about after passing a kidney stone, it still hurts. Like the track where it comes down at hurts. And it kind of hurts. It got like kind of pressure down in your vaginal area as well. And um, because it comes through the track, that's where it hurts. Like it bothers me when I lay down. Like right now I'm sitting down in my office and it doesn't do anything. But when I lay down, it hurts so bad. So I took an ibuprofen yesterday. The ibuprofen worked well, but it wore off. I really don't want to keep taking ibuprofen because I remember one time my doctor wasn't at the hospital. <laughs> he wasn't at the um, office or whatever. And the nurse, she said um, to me, are you, are you a smoker? Do you drink? I was like, no, I don't drink. Like occasionally I drink. And when I do drink, it's something fruity, sweet that I have no absolutely no business drinking. I don't drink at all. But when I was with Ed, I did drink. And um, it was because of me. It was because I was um, taking ibuprofen. Like I was taking ibuprofen for my back. And my back don't bother me as much as you used to. My back actually doesn't bother me at all. Okay, like, if I sleep in... Well, okay, of course, when you sleep, you wake up and your back hurts or whatever. But it hurt. And, and when you wake up. But once you start moving around, like I said before, like, once I start moving around, it's fine. It's totally fine. But, yeah, when I really don't like taking, you know, um, stuff for my back. I like to go through my pain naturally. I know that sounds crazy, but like I have really bad menstrual cramps and I'm not the person that'll run and go get. Now, if it's unbearable, it has to be really unbearable for me to, um, you know, it has to be really unbearable for me to take ibuprofen. And like once a month, I get the worst premenstrual pains and I have to take ibuprofen. Like, I have to take an ibuprofen. Yep. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh, you guys. This is real. This is the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I checked, clicked on my email so we can start doing the news. And I clicked on Pandora's having a 35% off every Friday in November Black Friday sale. And anybody that knows me knows I love jewelry. I love bracelets. I love rings. I love Pandora. And they have this up and there it is. It's $65. It's $65. Are you kidding me? It's $65 now. Oh my God. It's 65 bucks. 
It's this sparkling teardrop halo ring. And they have it. it they have it. Okay, like, my rings don't, like, okay. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> the um, rose gold is a little bit higher. <laughs> yes, this is the one I wanted. It was $125. And now they dropped it down to $81.25. And I want it. But the sale is just today, and I don't have the money for it. And then they have Afterplay and Klarna, right? And um, Afterpay doesn't do your credit cards anymore. They don't do Capital One anymore. I'm kind of upset about that because, and I'm kind of glad because, like, I have, like, two things that I have to pay off. And I have one more thing that I have. I have three things. I have one thing I have to pay off. And I was going to use my credit card. I always use my credit card because I always have like money on my credit cards. And I was going to use my credit card. But now I have to go switch money around so I can pay for it. Yeah. But yeah, I really want this. I want this to be my Christmas present to myself. Let's click on these um, reviews because, okay. Because it got like 4.3 stars. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Hubby bought this ring for me about a year ago as a gift. I get tons of compliments for it, and I love it. That looks good on her finger. But I wouldn't wear it like that. Oh, gosh. Yes. It's, oh, oh, gosh. My fiance bought me this ring for Mother's Day until my engagement ring was fixed. Size. I loved it at first. A couple weeks, I noticed some clinking, but I checked, and it was fine. But last night, I looked at my ring, and my stone was gone. I finally put it back in. It looked secure, but today, I fell out again. You have to go to the store. You have to go to the, um, you have to go, yeah, you have to go. Like, it said, hi there, we're very sorry to hear this. All bank jewelry is covered by one year, limited warranty, starting from the date of purchase. Please see here for more information on warranty. That's the thing, that's the tea, but people don't understand. Is that. So she gave it. See, people just take the worst pictures. They take the worst pictures. Like, my boyfriend surprised me with this ring and I'm in love with it. I look in it beautiful. Okay. All right. So that's the thing. That's the tea. People, what people don't understand is that if something, if something breaks, like mine and my Alex are only bracelets. Charm fell off last night. So I can't fix it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call Alex and Arnie and I'm going to see what options I have. Because I don't, I, I never thought about my charm. Like, I had a charm fall off before. But it was with, with it was one of my boyfriend's initials. So I let, I, I don't know where it is. So I let it, whatever. But one of my initials, one of my charms, they come off. And I need to put it back. I need for them to put it back on because I really love the bracelet. I love, they have another version of the love bracelet. But it's not like the one that. You know, I got, you know, I want, you know, the love bracelet, the love charm. All right, let's see this one. Missing diamond after wearing three times. My husband originally bought this set back in December for my graduation gift. After wearing it for two days, I noticed the stone was missing. I returned, it was sent, I replaced it. The bracelet I had worn about three times. And so I saw missing stone. It will be returning for good. Bye, beware. It will tarnish. It's, it's, it's got mixed reviews. 
It has mixed reviews. But I actually, I like it. I, I, I like it. So this, the silver one, I wear a lot of silver. But I really like this drink. I really do. And I will get, excuse me, and I've lost weight and getting the non will be perfect for me. I will wear it. Yeah, it looks really cute. I like this bitch. He's on a plane. I like that ring. I like this ring too. I like it. It looks good. It really does. But the charms, you guys, like, I'm not into Pandora. I'm into Pandora. I was into Pandora a while. But my niece, I gave my niece my Pandora bracelet because I really didn't like it. And I remember when I got it, I didn't like it. <laughs> right? And, um, because I didn't know how to open it. You know, you have to, if anybody has a Pandora bracelet, you have to open it. And I have really long nails. So, for me, it was kind of annoying and frustrating. The one that I have now is good, but I had a bangle. And the bangle, I couldn't open. So, I had to go to my, my cousin worked at Panera across the street from me. And I had to go get her, I had to go over to her for her to open my bracelet. Because it took me like a half an hour to open, try to open my bracelet. I couldn't get it open. I told her I hated it. But I started buying charms. I started getting charms for birthday and Christmas presents and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, it's really nice. So one day I went to the car dealership. And I walked through the car dealership. And you know how in the car dealership they have like um, coffee and tea and stuff. They have like a little concession or whatever. I walked over to the concession and I looked. And one of my charms is in the trash. And I looked at my bracelet. My bracelet was open. And some of my charms was missing. So I had to retrace my steps and go back and look for my charms. I said, that's it. So I, I didn't wear it for years. And it was halfway filled up. I didn't wear it for years. So I decided to give it to my niece. And it's gone. One of her cousins stole it. I'm convinced. One of her one of her trifling ass cousins stole it. God forgive me for saying that. But they stole that baby bracelet. And I said, if I ever see them, which I probably won't, and I see that bracelet on somebody's wrist, I'm taking, I'm like, take it off or I'm calling the police. Because charms to me symbolizes what I'm going through at the moment. And they stole her charm. Like she can't find her bracelet, her Alex Ani bracelet or her charm bracelet. And so I said, you know what? I will never give you jewelry. Like, you will never get jewelry from me. And it's sad because, like, what if I can't have children? And what am I going... Madison, my cousin's daughter, I love so much. She's my little baby cousin. I will start her off with jewelry. Like, I bought her jewelry um, for Christmas this year. I got her some jewelry for Christmas. And I gave her a pair of earrings because I love jewelry. And I'm like, you know what? And, you know... My friend Savannah has little boys. And then Stevie's having a little boy. And then Jasmine's having a little boy. I'm like, ain't got no girls but Jasmine. I mean, not Jasmine. Um, Madison. So, I'm like, okay. My niece doesn't. She, I'm like, uh-uh, no. I'm, she doesn't deserve jewelry. She'll get her Robo-Locks, Robo-Bucks or whatever it's called. The, the uh, YouTube, whatever thing she do. And she'll get that. But. As far as like getting jewelry, now nah, I'll give it to uh, Madison, cause Madison's so cute and dainty. Not like my niece is not cute, and my niece is not far from dainty, 
But <laughs> Madison is so cute and dainty. It's just like, and it's perfect for her. She's just so, she's just so cute. She's just so dainty. I like it. I love it. And, you know, my cousin, she dresses her up in really little cute clothes. I'm like, oh, that'll be so cute. She has like a little earrings. like, And I have the same earrings that Madison has. So when I saw this, her gift for Christmas, I said, oh, she, I'm giving this to Madison. I'm definitely giving this to Madison. I'm going to give her something else. But, you know, her, her, the, the amount of her gift is the limit that I'm going to give for everybody, except for my mother. But have anybody started Christmas shopping yet? I have. And I'm going to tell y'all this. I really don't have the money this year. And I really want to like, okay, I'm not going to say what I want to do. But if my family listening, sorry. But, <laughs> all right, it is, let's look at the time. It's 721. We are 21 minutes in. Yeah, we are 21 minutes in. Um, Like, my family got to understand, you know, we got an understanding that we not giving out gifts like that this year. Like, I'm just going to do what I've always been doing, like being real creative. Like, I love wine glasses and stuff like that. Like, my aunt loved the wine glasses that I got for her one year. And she was like, where you get those wine glasses? Mama said the Dollar Tree. So I'm going to do that again. Like, go and get her some wine glasses, wrap them up, put some candy in them, and, like, um, you know, get her a bottle of something. You know what I'm saying? Just something because I, I did buy her a bracelet back in. Um, I wanted to do that again. But due to circumstances beyond my control, I, I don't have the money to do that. I wanted to give all my aunts the aunt charm from Alex and Ani, the bracelet, but I'll do that next year. I'll do that next year when the money starts coming in from the books. I'll do that next year. But, um, my mother, as always, she wants clothes and I just, I just go to the store and I just like overdo it with my mother. I just like pick up this year. I'm just going to go online and do it. I mean, I'm going to go in the stores and buy some stuff, but you know, like, I'm going to start, when am I going to start buying her clothes? I think I'm going to start doing, she doesn't listen to the show anyway. She doesn't listen, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but she already knows. But, um, she's, my very, my mother's very simple. Like, she doesn't like a lot of, you know, fancy stuff. And, yeah, and I, yeah, I'm going to start, I'm going to start looking today. Actually, when I, I'm going to start looking today. And, um, if I see something, I'm gonna get it, but it's just, she just, I just get her so much stuff. It is ridiculous how much stuff I get. It's so much stuff, but I'm gonna tell you guys something before I get into the news. Um, Christmas shopping for me isn't what it used to be. A lot of things is not what it used to be. And it's not because of the pandemic. It's because it's not the same anymore for me. Christmas is not one of my favorite holidays. Um, Thanksgiving is. Everybody knows Thanksgiving is my holiday. That's my that's my holiday. But Christmas isn't, and New Year's Eve. Christmas isn't one of my favorites because, I don't know. I'm ready to get real intimate. I really don't know. It's like. It's not this. It's not the same as you get older and you start to lose your friends and relatives and. 
everybody's not here anymore. And, you know, the music and, and I loved, I loved decorating. I loved the festive festivities, but the actual gift giving, you don't have people don't, I tell people all the time, you don't have to give me anything. And I said this yesterday, but it's not the same for me as an adult. It's not, and it's not a depressing holiday, but it's sad because of my children. Like, you know, I lost my babies and, um, I lost my babies around Christmas time and I was pregnant around Christmas time. I lost my baby right after Christmas. I lost my baby after Valentine's Day. And one of my babies was before Christmas. It was in October. And so another one was in February. So you got that October, November, December, January, November, December, January. And it really didn't hit me that I lost my baby until the holiday. So... I would say, like, once I lost my children, Christmas has not been the same for me. I really have never been, like, a Christmas girl when I got, when I became an adult. But when I was a kid, I loved it. But it goes back to me losing my babies right around the holiday. It's not a good feeling to have losing a baby around the holiday. It's not a good feeling losing your babies, period. It feels like shit. Losing your baby. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's a bad feeling. That's all I can say. It's, it's a really bad feeling to have. And, um. It's something that I cannot describe, but it's not a good feeling. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't describe it to you guys, but I really, it's not what it used to be. And then breaking up around the holiday with the love of your life, it doesn't as insult to injury. And like, okay, let me, you know what? I'm going to get into that with relationship woes. Um, let me, um, because it's all going to tie it together. Okay. All right, let's get into some news, you guys, because it is now 727 and I done spent so much time on this monologue. Okay, good morning from CNN. Five things you need to know to get up to speed and on with your day from our friends over at CNN. Let's see what's going on. As always, number one is the pandemic coronavirus. The coronavirus pandemic across the nation is turning from bad to worse so fast that an influential academic modeling group raised the deaths forecast to 471,000 by March. More than two thousand reports of more than two thousand deaths were reported yesterday. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention urged Americans not to travel for Thanksgiving and scale back. Um, oh gosh, scale back on traditional gatherings to slow the spread. Medical staff have not been spared either, with about nine hundred staff members contracting. 
coronavirus at the Mayo Clinic in the Midwest over the past two weeks. States of California, Arkansas, and Ohio are reimposing strict measures that include curfews for residents and businesses in the hardest hit areas. Like California's going to lockdown again for a month. I think you can like essential businesses and stuff like that, but they're urging people to work from home. I don't know the exact order, but yeah, California. Um, it starts on Saturday, Saturday night at ten o'clock. So y'all be careful. Um, I was looking at one of my emails and it said 90% of Marylanders say they won't travel this Thanksgiving according to an AAA survey. I'm beginning to that in a little bit. But um, the election, number two is the election. Judges in Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia toss out election-related lawsuits. Did y'all see that spectacle yesterday with Rudy Giuliani? His hair dye was running down his face. Like... I haven't seen it, and I wanted to watch it, but I'm going to wait. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cook my breakfast when I finish. Cook my breakfast, and I'm going to sit and watch it while I eat my breakfast. And then after my breakfast, I'm going to um, work on Love's in Need of a Holiday. Oh, you guys, I got word yesterday that I will be getting my book, my copy, soon i don't know how soon but i can't wait till it comes to me and i open it and i have to like do the last the last proofread like punctuation and things like that i'm pretty sure everything's going to be okay but i get my book before everybody else you know the, when you get your personal copy and it's like that copy and then you get another co- oh god i can't wait i'm so excited so i think my book is gonna be around around christmas i really don't care like when it comes out i just wanted to know something what was going on and i finally got Stuff that was knew what was going on yesterday, so I'm kind of excited about that. When it comes in, I'm gonna sit and read it like it's not my book. <laughs> okay, so that spectacle yesterday, I don't know what happened to I, I really don't. Um, Trump's attorneys have filed several lawsuits. One judge, a Trump appointee, appointee in Georgia, called the move to block election results quite striking and rejected the effort to stop Biden's win, and a state recount confirmed a victory. In Arizona, a state judge declined to audit votes and delayed the final results, saying the lawsuit couldn't be retooled and brought again. And in Pennsylvania, a state ordered judge ordered the counting of over 2,000 absentee ballots the Trump campaign did not want to include. That's not how that works. Meanwhile, the president told an ally that he knew he lost, but he's delaying the transition to get revenge on the Democrats. Questioning the legitimacy of his 2016 election, sources associated. That is crazy. Vengeance is of the Lord. Man, we are witnessing a breakdown unlike no other. We are witnessing a breakdown. Like this man is having a nervous breakdown. Some things cannot be bought. And this is one of them. So you know this man done bought everything in life. He has bought every single thing in life. And that's sad. Oh, get a load of this. iPhone settlement. Apple has agreed to pay $113 million to dozens of states over previous practice of deliberately slowing down older iPhones to extend their battery life. The company, which settled an investigation by 34 states, was accused of not being transparent about its iPhone battery problems that led to unexpected device shutdowns. 
Instead of disclosing the issue or replacing the batteries, it pushed a software update in 26, December 2016 that impacted the performance of older iPhone models. Duh. Every time a new iPhone comes out, the old iPhones slow down. Like, come on. Like, duh. <laughs> Who doesn't know that? All right, let's see. Breakfast brows. People are talking about these. Let's see. The series Supernatural is no more. So if you guys watch Supernatural, it is going off. The series finale marked an emotional end to 15 seasons of the story of two monsters hunting two monster hunting brothers. I never watched it. I heard it was good. It was on for 15 seasons, so you know it got to be good. Um, not everyone's a fan of the new Tesla's new newest Model Y has reliability problems that have dragged it near to the bottom of the consumer ratings, consumer report ratings. And that was from my friends over at CNN, the five things. I don't need to go through all five things. I pick out like one or two that really piques my interest and what I think will pique you guys' interest. Because some of the stuff that they have, I really don't follow. You know, and I know I mean, I'm a podcast, so I'm supposed to follow sir, But I follow what I want to follow. It's not like I don't have to. See, the thing about it is when you have your own podcast, it's like you don't have to. You don't have to get into stuff that you don't really want to get into. Like, I don't want to read anything that's boring because I'm going to get bored. And so you got to do things that really pique your interest. And what will pique your interest of your, re- of your readers? Of, well, your readers and your um, listeners, you know, and that that's how it is. And I just feel like, you know, some things are just, I and I don't read the whole article. I just be part of it. Some things that we were, you know, like when you skim it through, just skim through it, you know, just to give like some conversation points, you know, just to keep people abreast of what's going on. Because some people don't read the newspaper. Some people don't read the uh, blog. Some people don't read, you know, people, you know, have their own thing and I have my thing. And I know like sometimes I like to, I'm a reader, I'm a reader. So I like to read, but some people don't, you know, people will, you know, like to listen to other people tell the news. But get to the point. You know what I'm saying? So I just read like the title, the headlines, and I just read like I'll skim through it. But like I was saying, um, for my good friends over at Fox 45, 90% of Marylanders say they won't travel this Thanksgiving according to a triple A survey. Good for you, because I'm not going anywhere. Like I told you guys yesterday, my friend texted me about going out. What am I doing for the holiday? I'm gonna be in my pajamas. You can't be in a house with a bunch of people anymore. Like, you can't. Not till the virus is contained. And in some states, the people... Like, Maryland, our positivity rate is, I think, at a five. I think. I don't want to... Let me look it up. Because I don't want to tell you guys something that... I don't want to tell you guys something that's not true. But that was from Sunday. Okay, guess I got to click on to this. 
All right, y'all, it is 7.36. We are almost at the 40. And let's take a pause for the cause right here. It is 7.36 a.m. on the East Coast. And if you got to be to work at 8 o'clock, you still have time to get there. If you're still in the house, buttercup, if you don't live around the corner or across the street, you're going to be late. Yay! All right, I am back. Let's see. Oh, our positivity rate is 7.19. But there's some states that have like 50. 50. Um, um, confirmed cases, 174,733. In the past 24 hours, it's been 2,910. Negative, mil- 1 million, almost 2 million people Tested negative yesterday. Twenty-four hours is seventeen thousand. Um, positivity rate is seven point nineteen. Confirmed deaths. We had twenty nineteen deaths, and there's one thousand one hundred ninety-two currently hospitalized, and um, forty-eight in the past twenty-four hours. Um, the Maryland Health Department updates these data daily during the ten o'clock hour. All data are preliminary and subject to change based on additional reporting. So this changes. Um, yeah. So yeah, guys, don't go nowhere. Don't go home. Stay home. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Let's find something that is interesting. Born recently, COVID-19 testing needs jumped 25% in November as people wait for hours. A mobile COVID-19 testing site in Baltimore City drew a crowd Thursday as demand for testing skyrockets and people continue to wait hours to get screened as the rapid surges through the state. Wow, this man bought his own chair. Wow. They remembering the Baltimore Stallions on the 25th anniversary of CFL Championship. I remember he had the Canadian Football League. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see what we got here. What else is going on? And There's nothing really. It's talking about COVID, you know, the holiday, the spike, hospital spike, forego normal holiday events. Franklin Square Medical Center in NICU is always a spot for Santa and Mrs. Claus. The goal of many hospitals every holiday is to brighten the spirits and spread holiday cheer, not just to children, but their parents as well. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, Fox 45 won't get to participate in spreading that cheer. Other hospitals are following suits, having to crack down on the number of people in the facility. Yeah, and they're also talk, still talking about the CDC recommends that, you know, you know, don't travel. Don't travel this year, you guys. Can headsprint help cut COVID death risk? A new study from the University of Maryland School of Medicine points out the over points to the over-the-counter drug for helping the outcomes of hospitalized COVID-19 patients. Oh, that sounds interesting. Let's see. Now, I'm just a blogger, a vlogger, an author, a cosmetologist. I am not a doctor. I am reading an article 
from Fox 45 News. If you want to know more information about COVID, you guys check the CDC.gov website and talk with your medical professional. I am not a doctor, so please do not say I heard it on Monica up early before everyone else on Monica Lynn. She said aspirin helps cut COVID death. I did not say that. I am just putting out this claim because I am not a doctor. I am a cosmetologist. I'm just reading the news. And that's what the article says. If you want to read the article, you can head on over to Fox 45 News and take it from there. But I do not recommend it. I recommend that if you do have any of those symptoms, go get tested. If you cannot breathe, I suggest you go to the doctors. I'm not a doctor. I can only tell you my experiences and my experience with COVID both times. The first time I was in the hospital because I could not breathe. And the second time I, I did not have to go to the hospital. They told me that if I, if my symptoms worse, I could come to the doctors. I did not have to go. So yeah, I'm not a doctor. So yeah, so I'm not even going to read that art. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to click off of it. What is else is in the news this morning? Let's see. What's going on over at the Associated Press? It's basically like the same thing, everybody. It's basically... Basically the same thing. Oh, gosh. Right, let's see. Um, of course, it's a U.S. says avoid Thanksgiving traveling. Test is strained again for the holidays. India's virus cases cross 9 million. Mexico, the fourth nation to have 100,000 deaths. Um, Trump takes frantic steps to overturn defeat. Biden won Georgia. And yeah, that's basically... It keeps saying, you know, see every article, CBC, please don't remark it, so for Thanksgiving travel, California sets new curfew, hitting us a pandemic, fraud holidays, U.S. COVID-19 testing strained again. So everybody, those are the main things that's going on this week. Like the CDC, please, that you don't travel. Um, California curfews, a lot of people, a lot of states, cities going on lockdown. I think it's like by... Now, I don't think there's going to be a national lockdown because Maryland, we're on like a 25% cap and, uh, you know, and some people are urged to work from home, but we're not, Governor Hogan said he's not shutting down the economy, but he said that if he have to shut it down like an hour, you know, go as needed. And I respect that. I really do. I respect that. All right. It is 743 on the East Coast in this beautiful Baltimore, Maryland this morning. Um, let's get right into it, y'all. Let's do this relationship woe segment. Um, as you guys know, um, the past couple Fridays, um, it's already November 20th. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. My show is almost a month old and I'm doing pretty good. I have to say thank you guys because you're making it happen because I look at my analytics and I'm like, First, I was like, I'm not going to do this. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep doing this. So I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate you. I love you all from the bottom to the top of my heart. Because if it wasn't for you, there would be no me. And um, I'm glad I started it. I'm really glad I started it. I mean, it's like I'm sitting in the house talking to myself. But 
<laughs> but it's okay though. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. So, um, over the past couple Fridays, uh, my relationship was my horror stories. Is this is exact? This is not exactly like a horror story this week. This week, I'm gonna talk about the three little reasons why I can't let go, or I always think about the time when. My boyfriend got custody of his, my ex got custody, well, my ex before Ed got custody of his babies. He has three of the prettiest little girls I've ever laid eyes on. And they had, they had a bad, you know, they were taken from the mother and they were put into foster care. And he went and got them. And they needed clothes. They needed bags. And so me, being older than me and him, we were together. I went on ahead and I um, got the girls clothes. And I got them bags. And I got them sheets and stuff. And, you know, because they needed it. And um, them little girls, I'm telling you. I never knew love like that existed. So I've always said, because you know how much I love my niece and how much I love Madison, how much I love all my cousins and my friends' babies and stuff like that. And I love them like they're my own. But can I cannot imagine the love that I have for them and the love I'm going to have for my own. Like actually getting pregnant, keeping the pregnancy and actually meeting and falling in love with these three little people. You know, well, I had three little babies, four little babies, but I lost my babies. But I meant like meeting and loving your own babies. You know, like, get like I said, getting pregnant, staying pregnant, Getting birth, giving birth, um, and just, you know, I cannot imagine the love, but the love I had for these little girls was, it was wonderful. It was, excuse my language. It was just so beautiful. Like I love them and I think about them all the time. I talk about them all the time too. My mother didn't like him. My mother didn't like him. And lo and behold, I saw him yesterday. He came over on his lunch break yesterday. He doesn't work far from where I live. And um, he got a new job, which I'm very happy. He makes a lot more money now. And I'm glad that he's able to take care of his responsibilities. I mean, he's always taking care of his responsibilities. Like, he's always found a way to take care of his responsibilities. But now it's just like, you have three other little people to worry about. And I'm not going to say they're little because they're not little girls anymore. But you have three other people to, you know, take care of. And I'm always, I always encouraged him. Like, you can do this. You are going to do this. This is good. You're going to do this. 
And I always told him, if you're going through hell, keep going. But it was, what's the word I'm looking for? He, I just, I cannot explain how I feel about this the situation. Because children are so near and dear to my heart. And I'm not the type of person that'll, I always watch what I say about children. I love children so much. And it's and it's so near and dear to my heart. You know, my heart is so full. You know, like, is it even possible? Like, when I used to, when I first met them, they came to the house. And my mother hated it. And I hate that she hates it because I told her, I said, you keep it up. You keep it up. I told her that. I said, you keep it up. That's what he will end up either being my husband or the father of your grandchild. You pick your poison. Because if something you keep this disdain, this hate that you have for this man, I don't have it. Because I know him. I know him. And I know how to deal with him. If he gets on my nerves, I let him go. Go out and leave me alone. What do you want? Leave me alone. And he knows it. You know, and um, the kids came over to the house. My mother did not like it. And I think that's what I'm going to talk about next week. Like, as far as like the relationship goes, like I didn't understand. Like, my mother said she didn't trust them. And I love my mother. Everybody knows I love my mother, but it's not for you to trust her. It's for me to decide what I want to do with my life. You know what I'm saying? Because I never understood that. You know, like, I was happy. And I didn't want to lose my relationship with my family. And it put me in a bind because here I am helping him take care of these babies, loving on him, loving on the babies. And meanwhile, we did have our problems, but the kids came first. I love the kids. I love them so much. I love them girls. But, you know, like we we did have, me and him, we did have our problems. We did. But it wasn't nothing that we couldn't work or nothing that we couldn't fix because he was so transparent. And he still is. He's very transparent. About everything. And like I was saying earlier, like... I'm sorry, I gotta get this off of me. Like he was everything was just transparent for me. You know, like not like my last relationship that ended on the same day you told me about this. Like I had my suspicions with my last relationship. As far as like um the last, it was like, it had to be like a week or two weeks before we broke up. And I asked him a question and he couldn't answer. But then the morning of, you just want to tell me you met somebody else and you can't cheat on it. You broke up with me. You didn't give me time to process that. And that's another thing my mother didn't understand. Like I told my mother, I said, one is understanding and the other one isn't. One is transparent and the other one isn't. And the one that's transparent is the one that you don't like. 
I'd rather have someone be up and honest and transparent with me than somebody who is sneaky, lying, and conniving. And my ex before Ed is like, he told me everything. He told me everything from the word to the tutor. Yeah, he did. He told me everything. Some things he told me, I was like, but he was honest. He was upfront. And when he told me one day, actually, because he had me and the other girl, the one who had the baby, I'm like, no, you, it does not work that way. He was into that. You know, he wanted both of us. And he was honest. I'm just like, damn, like you are a little bit too. And I tell him, you are a little bit too much for me. And I like that. I like when people are honest and upfront. Be blunt. Be honest. Upfront. Don't have me thinking that I'm the only one and you out there fucking someone else. Or you out there with someone else. You know, don't have me thinking that, you know, we're going to be together forever or and you out there messing with someone else. Because, honestly, I haven't seen Ed in a whole year. And I've, I've talked to him on um, Instagram, not Instagram, um, Facebook. But I haven't talked to him on the phone because what he did was wrong. He did what he did was wrong. Both of them were wrong. I'm not perfect either. But if I had a choice between who I would talk to, who I would speak to, who I would be like, you know, like I forgive and I forgive, but I don't forget. But if I had a choice of who that. If you want to come around and talk and say, hey, it was nice seeing you, Richard would be the one. Edward would not. And I love Ed. I love him. But I love him from right here where I'm sitting. I don't have to love him and be in his face. I can love him right here. You know, because he was wrong. He was, oh, he was so wrong. But I felt like he should have been a little bit more open, a little bit more open, a little bit more transparent with me from the jump. You know, instead of like dragging me along and you knew it wasn't going anywhere. You knew that this relationship wasn't going further than it was. And you left me. It is 7.55 a.m. and you're tuned into Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. This is episode 17 on this beautiful Friday, November 20th, 2020. And we're talking about relationship. Not woes. Not horror stories. Relationships. And um, if you're just tuning in, I saw one of my boyfriends yesterday. One of my ex-boyfriends yesterday. And he used to be my relationship woe horror story topic. But now we're getting towards the end of the relationship. And I'm sitting back realizing how beautiful the relationship was. Relationships are not perfect. They have perfect moments, but they are not perfect. And I'm not saying this because I saw him yesterday. I'm just, I always say relationships are not perfect. You have to build. You have to grow with one another. You can't be, you have to be on the same page with each other. You have to. And I'm talking about comparing my two relationships that I've had over the past four years. And how 
I fell in love with Richard's children, how my mother don't like him and how, you know, how things like, how things like, how life is, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, the person who really matters to is Monica. So it's like, like I was saying, my mother didn't like the relationship. She didn't like him. She said, but some reason why he didn't, she, she still does not like him. She said she does not know why she does not like this man. I'm like, she doesn't like neither one of them right at this point in moment in life. But this one, you know, he may not have what Edward has. He may not have a house, a car, and all that. So he has a car now. He has a car. He has a, he has on it now. But he may not have had that. But Monica saw something. I saw past that. I always see past stuff. And it didn't bother me because I knew what kind of person he was. And he was a little bit frustrated at the moment. And when he got custody of the kids, everything changed. So like I was saying before, like my mother, when the when I first met the girls, they came to the house and my mother didn't like it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And I'm like. Can you give these people a chance? You know, like, give them a chance. Like, give them a chance. So they came in, and they sat on a couch, and they were so quiet, and, you know, yes, ma'am. I said, oh, you guys are so pretty. I introduced myself, and they just sat there. And then, like, he gave me his um, bank card, and I had to order baby girl birthday present and um he um told us to order pizza and stuff and I ordered pizza and everything and the next thing you know them girls jumped up making noise and screaming and dancing and playing and on the iPad or the phone or the TV what with the sleep they just had a good time and I had a good time with them and um then I went down to the house with them, and it was just—it was just a lot of fun. It was—they awaken, like when Megan comes over, and it awakens something in me that, you know, is childlike. And when they leave, it, it goes like this house is so dead right now. Like the house is so quiet. But when you have kids, it just livens it up. They bring life to the house. They bring life, and I fell in love with that. You know, I love that. And nobody didn't understand that. But me. And I'm not trying to tear up, cloud up my vision, fog my glasses up, but I love them. I really do. I love them. And I want nothing but the best for them. I wish I could see them and not their father. But they're a package. And he said, we're a package. He told me that. We're a package. But he he takes very good care of them. He really does. The last time I saw them was like, it's been a couple years. It's been two years. This year made two years since I've seen them. They're big girls now. I talk about them all the time. I even wrote about them. Mm-hmm. One of my books, um, one of my characters, it has a boyfriend. 
well, eventually he turns in, you know, he turns into a husband and he has three daughters and I wrote about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not in, um, Love's Holiday. It's in, um, my other novel that I've been writing. I wrote it a couple of years ago and, um, yeah, I fell in love with them little girls. Oh my God. And. I love this. I love the experience. And that's another thing a lot of people don't understand. It's like when you don't have kids and you get these little kids that's already grown. Like you don't have to worry about staying up, burping, feeding, diapers. And, you know, like I would wake them up for in the morning for school or whatever. And um, I would run their bath water until I get in the tub. I gave them that little privacy. It took forever to get them out of bed in the morning. Forever. And... Um, we used to always, I used to always have a story. He used to tell me all the time, which used to say, do not call me, tell me nothing to happen. I don't care what y'all do in the morning. <laughs> it was always something. Like, I would get them up. It took me forever to get them up. I would have to get up at 6 o'clock to get them out of bed by 6.30 because they had to be to school at 7.30. And um, the oldest daughter, it didn't take her that long to get ready to go to school. Like, she, if she was fine, it was the two little ones. And they would sit in the water every morning and they would just not do anything. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these kids? And I think that they didn't go to sleep when we put them to bed. I think they were still up. I had to go in there and take the iPad sometimes. But I don't think that they went to sleep when they were supposed to. And they sit in the water. I said, I don't hear no water splashing. So they go splash, splash, splash. I said, God, oh my God, are you serious, you guys? Are you really serious? Am I speaking in German? Like, why aren't you why aren't you getting ready? Why aren't you watching, getting ready, getting dressed? Then they wanted to eat breakfast. And then baby girl kept, she wanted a hot dog for breakfast. And then all the hot dogs kept falling on the floor. I said, you know what? Go to school. No, eat breakfast at school because you and this hot dog is getting on my nerves. Like, she... Put the hot dog on the plate. Hot dog fell out the microwave. I said, don't eat that. Put the microwave. I think it was like four or five hot dogs. I said, no. No more hot dogs. No. And it's funny because the hot dog kept falling out of the microwave, falling off the plate. Go to school. <laughs> eat breakfast at school. I got you to school and time enough to eat breakfast. It was a, it was it was an ordeal, and I loved it. And my mother didn't understand it, but it wasn't for her to understand because that's my life. That's what I wanted to do, you know. And it really hurt my feelings because I feel like I chose my I chose coming back home over him. But like I said, we were having problems, but I don't think it's something that we couldn't have solved together. Because that's the kind that's the kind of relationship that we have. That's our relationship. But it's like I love him a lot. I love them all. But it's like I feel bad because I should have listened to my heart. I went home because I didn't want to ruin my relationship with my family. And I think about it every chance, every so often, 
what would have happened if I would have stayed and I would have proceeded with this relationship. I mean, things probably wouldn't be the way that they are now. Maybe they would have turned out a little different. Maybe they would have turned out even better. But I'm always upset because I didn't give my relationship a chance. I ran. I didn't want to run, but I ran. And my brother told me one day, just go home, Monica. It was beginning to be too much for me. Between my mother and him and the kids and the other woman in the relationship, the other woman being pregnant. And then I'm like, it was just too much for me. Like, anybody stop to think how Monica feels? How do I feel? You know, how How do I feel? Like, I have this guy that I met and I love. I have to write about my mother. I have to write about the kids. And the other woman that's in a relationship as well. It was too much, y'all. And we're still friends. We still talk to one another. Like I said, I saw him yesterday, which was refreshing, you know, seeing him yesterday. I, you know, I really appreciate him coming over. I really appreciate that because this isn't the last, is this the last Friday? And it's not the last Friday in November. But it is the last Friday in November that I will be on the show because next Friday is Black Friday and I will be off. Um, And I will talk about the last um, Wednesday, the 25th will be my last story about him. This may be the last story about him this week because I really didn't get into the everything in the relationship. I just, you know, I scratched the surface of the relationship. You know, it was a lot of things that we went through a lot. We and we sat yesterday and we talked and we talked for like a half an hour and we had good times together. Like we really had good times together. We really, really had good times together. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have no reason to lie that even though we went through what we went through to get to where we are now, we had really good times together. Like we really did. I would not change, trade them in for nothing because I love him. I love him. I do. I do. All right. It is now 8.07 a.m. on the East Coast. And you're tuned into a relationship edition of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. And we have exactly one, two, three, four, five, six days of Thanksgiving. Really? The other day was 10. Well, that's what happened. Time flies. Time flies. Time keeps on spinning into the future. I love that song. Oh, God. I'm going to listen to that song when I leave, when I get off. But, um, yeah, so I don't know about tomorrow or Sunday coming on the air. Because I'm not on the air um, Thanksgiving, the 26th, 27th, 28th. I don't come back until the 30th. Um, I'll be spending time with my family. Um, not like my family, like we're in the house having Thanksgiving dinner, like Thanksgiving day. Um, it's just going to be me and my mother. Friday the 27th is Black Friday. So we're going to be at the casino. 
Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be working on the novel and I'll be back on Monday to recap what I did over my days off because I deserve it, right? We all deserve that. So I don't know about tomorrow or Sunday. You know, I might be on, I'll be on Sunday morning. I will be on Sunday morning. I will be on Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, but I won't be on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday morning. I might come on Sunday night. I might do a cake bag Sunday night and come on Monday morning. And then we hop into December and we had one, two, three. Yeah, we have three Fridays in September because those are my relationship. Um, well, I'm pretty much sure I have another relationship horror story under my belt that I will be able to give you guys on the 4th, 11th, and 18th because the 25th is Christmas. Christmas is on a Friday. And then, um, and then January, we're going to have the love experience. So starting January 8th, we're going to have the love experience. We're going to have like positive love stories, positive role models, positive energy. We're going to give us some positive energies on Friday morning. So every Friday in 2021, it's going to be the love experience. So we're going to have positive, positive stuff. If you want to have, if, if we want to have some negative stuff, it'll be thrown in there. And I'm not talking about no negative stuff. I'm talking about like really stories, like really. So let's see. Um, I'm definitely won't be on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Um, the 26th, I see. I'll be on the fifth about the 26th and the Saturdays and Sundays after the holidays. Um, the New Year's Eve, I'll be on New Year's Eve morning. Um, New Year's Day, I don't think so. I don't think so because I already told you guys what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some Chinese food and some wine. And I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But January 1st or the 3rd, the 2nd or the 3rd, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Maybe Love's Holiday will be up before then. And I can have like a reading or something like a... Come on, have like a reading. I always wanted to do that. I'm going to have like a virtual book club. And um, I'm going to put it out there, see if anybody, you know, want to talk about it, you know. But yeah. But yeah, so it's a very exciting time. It's Thanksgiving time. Um, I just want to close with this, guys. Um, If you feel in your heart or compelled if you love someone tell them because tomorrow is not promised to anybody and I tell my family and friends that I love them all the time because when things happen you don't want to regret not being there you know but then sometimes you have relationships like I've actually had relationships with actual family members and friends well, I just had to let go and let God handle it because I'm not doing it. I mean, like, sometimes you you feel like... You, well, if you're in different spaces in your life, different places, like I always tell you guys about my best friend, my former best friend, we're in different spaces. We're in different places. We're in different levels in life. Not saying that I am better or he's better or I'm worse or he's worse. We're just in a different pathway of life. And the path that I'm on, he is nowhere near one. You know, because I've grown so much as a person mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally that I would have to reintroduce myself to him. And then he has to decide if he likes a new Monica. Not because I'm not the same Monica. I am the same Monica, but my mindset is different. I'm grown. 
you know, I've grown up like things are different now. You know, like it's different. You know, I will have to reintroduce myself to you. Like, how are you doing? I'm Monica. Nice to meet you. And it's sad to say that people that I've known this year, I will have to reintroduce myself to. Because I'm no longer that person. You know, I'm not sitting around talking about people like I get like people want to gossip all the time. I'm like, I'm not gossiping with y'all. I'm not gossiping with y'all. I have so much. It's so much other stuff to talk about, you know. But if you love someone, tell them. If you miss someone, tell them. If you want to call somebody, call them. If you want to inbox somebody, break the ice with somebody you haven't seen in a long time, do it. Because the holidays are coming. Not because it's the holidays, but because the world is full of crap right now. It's such turmoil and so much angst. And it's so tumultuous. You never know. How much time you have left or how much time your family has left. So always go out there. Tell someone you love them. Okay, you guys. All right. So let's cut the crap. Um, I don't know about tomorrow or Sunday. The 21st or the 22nd. Because like I said, it's the holiday time. And even though it's just me and my mother, we still got to do a lot of things for the holiday. And, um. I don't know. I really don't know. I I think I'm going to come on Sunday morning. I think it may be Sunday afternoon. Not Sunday morning, early Sunday morning. It might be Sunday afternoon. It might be. I don't know. All right, you guys. It is 8.14 on the East Coast. And if you got to be to work at 8.30, you have 16 minutes to get there. To get there. Not get there. Get there. And if you're still in the house, you, my friend, are going to be late. <laughs> you have to get to up early before everyone else with your girl, Monica Lynn. And as always, I am always up before everyone else. And I am not hungry, but I have to eat because even if I try to start my day and I haven't eaten, 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 I'm going to be cranky, cranky, cranky. So I will see you guys either Sunday talk to you guys either on Sunday or Monday. I'm not sure yet, but we have two, four, six days to Thanksgiving. Can you believe that November is almost gone? Can you believe it's almost been a month since I started this podcast? Can you believe I'm still here and you're still here and you're the reason why I'm still here? And I thank you all from the bottom to the top of my heart for tuning in with me daily or weekly or however it is that you want to do. So I will see you guys. I will talk to you guys. I love you guys so much. Take care, y'all. Have a good weekend. Bye now.